Previously on Justice Place. Can't believe they're gonna put me on trial for this. I thought dueling was legal. Not in this town, I'm afraid. And for a case where somebody's admitting to doing the crime, this seems really fishy. Okay, so he pretty much just freaking throws up three blank discs and then just fires off at all three of them and hits all of them. And everyone's like freaking out. You know, I've always enjoyed this courtroom's lax gun policy. You, you said that Gunther was wearing a, a red coat. It says right here in the evidence that the cops picked up Gunther's blue coat stained with his blood. Fine, I admit it. I didn't see the duel. I closed my eyes. I blind fired at him. Then I will put up to the court little Miss Tal before. You claim that you have never seen these guns before, yet one of them actually has your name engraved along the side. He basically just laments, like, fine, it was a while ago. It was my brother, Dee Dee. Damon Dixon Tal before. He knew what he was getting into, and I knew what he was getting into. Gunther took him down, but he was the aggressor. I'm going to order a recess. All right. Temporary court adjourn. The Turnabout Shootout Part 2. starting with the defense lobby. So the bailiff basically ushers both Nomad and Cosner into the defense lobby, and uh, Teller is just there waiting for them, being guarded by bailiffs, his guns confiscated, and him in handcuffs <laughs> for firing off rounds in the middle of court. And so you guys are pretty much just walking into him, and he's just kind of looking at you super crestfallen before just uh, putting his head down and his hat's covering his eyes. Well, uh, hey, hey, hey there, Teller. How you uh, feeling, buddy? Not, not feeling too good, guys. Uh, I should have, I should have read those damn law books. <clears throat> I knew they've been updated since 1885. Yeah, I should have read them too. What? Oh, no. <laughs> what? Uh, so, Teller's just uh, looking again. It's like, so you guys. You guys get anything? Yeah, we did talk to, you know, Little Miss, the, the bartender, that night. You you might have remembered her. Yeah, I remember. And it, it seems that uh, her brother was was killed in a duel with the same crackshot fella that, that you supposedly killed. It's, it's a mighty weird coincidence, but, you know, my lawyer gut tells me, you know, maybe something's a little weird about that. That's... Do you like to see my lawyer gut? Uh, I think I think I'm good, sir. Oh, okay, Mister Nomad, sir. You mind if I but... sit down and uh, take a quick nap? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure they'll call us in. You've known Little Miss for quite a while, am I right? Nope, not really. Oh, I actually shit. have something right here. And he pulls out the first timer card. This was actually the first time I actually went to this platoon myself. Ah. Yeah, they search you down and everything crazy they document everything you have don't know why but uh do you know that day people were really really on edge 
See, Crackshot himself, from what I heard, hadn't been there in a while, but, you know, people seem to have been waiting for him, and there was all this huge ruckus whenever he actually showed up, and, you know, there's a lot of talk of somebody wanting to duel him and take his title again, and I guess that must have started when he took out Little Miss's brother, I guess. Alright, so, so you said that they, they document everything that goes on at the saloon. Well, they just document, you know, that you're there, they just keep a tab of the regulars, I think uh, this probably has something to do with an actual uh, Deadpool in the back, but, you know, I'm sure that uh, Steel fella probably knows more about that Deadpool than I do. How, did, how was she talking about the whole situation up there? Do you know? She said that, uh, you know, she, she fired your guns at the shooting range behind the building to, to make sure that they, there's nothing fishy going on, and then, um, yeah, uh, she, she gave the guns to you and you committed the act. Maybe, what was her emotional state like? Oh, she uh, she seemed to not give too much of a fuck. She seemed okay. to be a pretty hard lady. Yeah, okay, that is that is very different than yesterday. Oh, really? Hmm. She was supercharged yesterday. Felt like she was kind of like almost egging people on to try and take this guy. I don't know, but I mean, I guess from what people say, she doesn't normally act like that. Yesterday might have just been a weird occurrence or something just because this guy showed up. And, you know, I'm a new guy in here, coming into town, nobody knows me. Best way to establish my place, take out the biggest guy in the room. But you guys know who's even going up on the stand next? They said they had another witness. Uh, I'm not too sure. Did you, did you get that, uh, Frankie? Nope, no idea. Yeah, we need Reeves to really start paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always next time, though. Yeah, next time. We'll get it. <sighs> yeah, please, please do. Oh, man. Well, it's a good thing I didn't get rid of you guys. That's right. Now, to be honest, I can't tell you if I did it or not anymore. I don't know. But at the very least, just fight for me. I need a fair shot in there. We'll do our best. All right. So I move on to the prosecutor lobby where uh, basically a little bit back in time, they revolved in steel are coming in from the court, you know, basically talking themselves up because they pretty much shut down the uh, motive theory with the fact that there was no means. They have one more witness left. And pretty much after you two enter the lobby, uh, Judge Menta comes walking in. Judge, tip my hat a little bit. So it looks like we had one more witness here. Do we even need to call another witness? <clears throat> Honestly, <clears throat> My issue is still that, I mean, do we? We kind of have a, we, our, our case is still really strong, but we don't have legitimate conclusive evidence. And that's really weird that we don't have any. I will, I will admit that there is some fishiness going on, but what do you expect from a rundown place full of drunkards like that? Hey! <laughs> that includes that, that's, you. That's my rundown place full of drunkards. <laughs> <laughs> you will speak of that with respect. Might as well call the last witness. I mean, what's it gonna do? Blow our case out of the fucking water? You know, it's just gonna be the sure, last man. nail in the coffin. I don't like coffins. Don't talk to them, Mimi. Uh, no, really, you don't like you don't like you don't like coffins. You exactly. Yeah, I believe that for goddamn. They smell <laughs> and they're, they're like cramped. You can't really roll around when you're in them. I mean. Got a the business one. card here for Mr. Belmont I'm looking for real quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, whoever is blood you partake in on the weekends is your business and yours alone, Count. Hey, wait. <laughs> so this person is uh, one Hanzo Hibachi. I have 
definitely never seen a name like that around here. It's like out of state. It's probably out of country. Oh. That's a very weird name. Considering the evidence we got, I would say most certainly outside of the country. Really? Mm-hmm. What have you surmised about this witness, then? Well, I mean, from the blade we got on him, and from the first-timers card he has, it's definitely his first time in the saloon, which, if he's a man of taste, it's his first time in the city, because you wouldn't go to this city without going to the saloon, you know, <laughs> at least once. I have lived in this city for centuries, decades, and I have never been in this platoon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, fine. You know, different strokes, different folks, different saloons, different... Fuck it. <laughs> okay. Well, as you said, it probably wouldn't have much more of a hindrance on the case as a whole. Maybe we can at least figure out the last bits of mystery in here. As uh, much as I now have come to detest this defendant, I'm not going to put them in jail unless I'm absolutely sure. The rest of this crazy legal system that we've been adopting for the past few years, I get a lot of people innocent put into jail, but not in this city. Not while I'm around. Noble cause. Alright, let's get back in there. Alright. Okay. So we're going to shift to trial ladder the same day court is going to return to session and we just have an all rise as the defense and the prosecution return as they should so it's here a bang of the gavel and uh menta puts the court back in session so continuing from our earlier morning court case we determined that Teller Talltale is an idiot and a buffoon and going to be charged no matter what of endangerment of the courtroom. But it could potentially, in some universe, be feasible that he did not commit this crime simply due to incompetence. Heck yeah, the incompetence angle. <laughs> but there is no conclusive evidence that he didn't commit this crime. However, we had a previous testimony from one... Little Miss, uh, this name, Tal before, that this person did have a motive against the victim, however, was clearly seen not interacting with the victim in a combative sense, and this is corroborated by the defendant himself. So, in essence, this person has created an alibi for our previous witness. However, we still don't uh, actually have any conclusive evidence other than the word of Teller which, considering this is someone who may have committed perjury three times in a row during their testimony, I'm not sure I can take the word on. So we have another person involved in this case, a new witness. So I'm going to call him to the stand myself, uh, one Hanzo Hibachi. The last statement just rings out in the courtroom, and nobody pretty much hears anyone coming in. And, like, Menta's looking to the back of the bailiffs, and they're just kind of, like, shaking their head. <laughs> just, like, shrugging. like, I don't know where he is. It's <laughs> like, is, yeah. is, is the witness not here? And just, like, just keeps looking around. Before, uh, there's just a huge puff of smoke, and everyone just kind of ducks down again. Oh and pretty God. much emerging from the smoke is a fully clad ninja. Well, seeming to also be wielding kitchen utensils, having, instead of smoke bombs, tons of different types of seasonings and oils all over their uh, costume. 
That's great. Before they just begin to mutter something in Japanese that no one can understand. And Menta is just like slamming her gavel like, all right, one, you can't come in here with smoke bombs. And two, I'm going to need you to testify in English for the court. (laughs) And so uh, Hanzo basically makes a ton of hand signs before stating just a creed of his. Is saying, uh, swift of blade, swift of night, oft do we listen to the weary's plight. By circumstance of plan of action, a blade brings uh, the people their satisfaction. <laughs> before pretty much just cutting up a few things which don't seem visible before they uh, pretty much come up on his blade as perfectly styled sashimi. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this town filled with weirdos? Don't, don't mind if I do. Can I take one? <laughs> so he basically uh, spins his knife and takes out a spatula and then just starts swirling them both together before pretty much perfectly plating yellowtail sushi on every single person's bench. Oh, <laughs> 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 Good stuff. <laughs> I could eat tonight. This is, this is oh, great. <laughs> you finally get dinner. And so he just bows to everyone before... Uh, just saying his name, just Hanzo Hibachi. I bow to him. I tip my hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another colorful witness. That's one way to put it. So, Mr. Hibachi, I take it that you are here because you are a key witness to the case, correct? And he simply just says, Yes, Your Honor. I saw the whole thing myself. Own two eyes. Mentas simply <clears throat> acquiescing is like, all right, then you can give us your testimony and tell us what happened. So his testimony as Hawkeye witness. So it was my first time at the bar, American styled, as it were. I assume there must be just security at every door of every establishment in this country. <laughs> Not like my home in Japan at all. Much too loud. Very disgusting. <laughs> I know as he says that. <laughs> Was at the back of the tavern, drinking sake I'd brought myself. Then, for some reason, the Americans started a gunfight. A man was shot. <laughs> Had to avoid the billet myself. And so, the judge mulls over the testimony and then nods over to, Kaz- uh, to Kosner. All right. Defense lead trial counsel Cosner, you and no man can cross and uh, examine the witness. All right. Hmm. What are you thinking, buddy? Hey, Dick. Oh, oh no, sorry. What? What, <laughs> what you thinking, Dick? It, it's kind of weird that uh, they they serve sake at this bar. Yeah. Why'd they even have that? <laughs> um, I think he said he brought it himself. Oh, did you say that? Yes. Wow, I'm listening this time. That's fucking weird. <laughs> I left Sorry. my porno at home. <laughs> I've, been, I've been napping the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's understandable. You had dinner and now you're napping? Because... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's really worn out after that first dinner in a while. <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Hanzo. Um, you said yes. that you had to dodge a bullet. Was there only one gunshot fired at the person you were dodging the bullet from? You're asking me how many shots were fired? That's right. As far as I can tell, there were three in total. All right. And were two fired at your direction? 
I believe they were on the further end of the bar. So, uh, Mr. Hanzo, you said that you had one almost hit you. Did you happen to see where it eventually ended up at? I tried to find the location of the bullet myself, but it must have hit something and lodged itself far away from anyone's sight. I believe the police were not able to find it either. Is there anything else about my testimony that seems off to you, or am I done for today? I'm just going to say, oh, it seems pretty obvious to me. We can all be done for today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And uh, Judge Menta is looking down at the defense. Like, do you have any other questions for the witness? Uh, no further questions, Your Honor. All right. So the judge pretty much mulls over some files together. Like, so I believe, defense, you know something about the amount of time that Teller had spent here, correct? He said, this, uh, I think it was his first time there that night. And that's right. So it was his first time there. And yeah, Mr. Hibachi, it was your first time as well, correct? And he just nods his head. So she really much just points to Hibachi and just pretty much just starts wagging her finger at him. Like, all right, so <laughs> I actually want you to testify a second time. There's something about uh, the rest of this case that was still not making much sense to me. I think the prosecution might have understood that as well when I talked to them about the situation behind you as a witness. You and Teller both came to this place uh, for the first time. I want you to talk about the experience. Abachi pretty much just takes out his tools of destruction and uh, (laughs) culinary arts and just does like a mini kata before agreeing. (laughs) All right. Then I will testify about my entrance to this spittoon. So Hanzo called me, says, I was searched before I came in. Then they gave me a card and he brandishes the first timer card pretty much from evidence. So now you know that there are two of them. <clears throat> the Salty Spittoon is apparently run like a tight ship. She found a blade on me, informed me of the duels and the Deadpool. I know not of dueling. I brought no firearm. My gloves would hate to have been stained with the powder of guns. Disgusting smell it leaves. And Judgmenta just says quickly, Defense, you may now cross-examine the witness once again. Sorry, there's a, there's a lot of information here. Uh, okay. <laughs> but my estimation is to you, this isn't going to take too much longer anymore. The defense is stumped. <laughs> God, I, I, I fucking hope not. I'm going to start pre-gaming real soon. I fucking can't show up to the bar sober. Fuck. <laughs> And so Manta just looks at her watch like day drinking at 12.30 p.m. Well, when when would you suggest I start, Your Honor? I don't know. I'm not in college anymore. I don't drink before five. (laughs) I'm 42. (laughs) Uh So, uh, Hanzo, you you said you brought a blade with you. Do you have that blade with you today? Yes. It has been put into uh, the evidence for the prosecution, I believe. Uh, and Menta will quickly just come into state. So, prosecution, would you like to inform the court of the existence of this blade? Yeah. So, Hanzo's blade was um, submitted as evidence. It has 
no trace of blood on it. It was just admitted as a formality. It has nothing to do with this fire. Exactly. You had a blade, but there's no blood on it, so I don't imagine it having anything to do with the death of this fellow. Mm. I already surmised it was gunshot wound, and we have proof of bullet holes and another piece of evidence. Exactly. It's an interesting thing you said there, where you said my gloves would hate to be stained with the powder of guns. Now, why would you be concerned with your gloves getting stained with anything? Quite simply, I did not want to partake in a duel myself. Hmm. Was there anything that made you suspect you would be part of a duel? Yes. When the woman came to me, she informed me that duels were traditional in the tavern and establishment. It seems the police ought to visit her once more. Um, you mind if we take a look at the weapon of uh, the blade? I don't see why not. Prosecution? We're allowing. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. So are you going to submit this for investigation? Might as well. Just let them waste their time. (laughs) Okay. Hey, no, they're wasting my time as well. (laughs) Okay. So you send this in for investigation defense. Also, the information you are able to gain from having this in the court record now is that Hanzo's blade has no blood on the victim. It also bears no fingerprints. So you, uh, you wear gloves pretty much constantly, I would assume, Hanzo? Yes. For the sake of my own cleanliness and for food preparation. Oh. So it's <laughs> like, like a rubber, rubber gloves or something? <clears throat> the contents and materials of my gloves are a trade secret. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's fawn. Yeah, it is pretty fun, uh, I would say so. No, fawn. Fawn. <laughs> I said fawn. <laughs> fawn. Yeah, I'm pretty fond of you too, I guess. I <laughs> God damn it. Also, remember, you can call on Justona if you guys get stuck. Hey, Justona. <laughs> There's no hesitation. <laughs> no hesitation. Uh, and she just finishes typing your question before uh, pretty much just sweetly saying yes. Well, what do you think about all this? Pretty, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm stumped. I think you guys are, you guys might be in trouble. I might get to go home and see my kids early. Yeah, I might get to go to my... My car. Early. <laughs> I like the Early. I like the implication that Nomad's secondary motivation might be just to draw out cases as long as possible so he gets <laughs> to stay <laughs> in AC. Occasional <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> sushi. Well, I'm looking up over his testimony and what he told us or the court. The only thing that I'm interested in. Well, you already determined the blade has no fingerprints and tested negative and luminol, so it has no blood. It doesn't seem to be much of a thread to pull on here, but there's only one part of his testimony that's vague. And what's that? Who is she? Ah, good call. Um, Mr. Hanzo, when you say she found a blade on me, who exactly are you referring to? I'm referring to the owner of the establishment. I believe oh, Miss, that Miss Talbafor. Yes, I believe that is one Sheena Talbafore. Wait, we, we got a first name? Hold on. <laughs> this is revolutionary. And <clears throat> Judge Menta actually hears what you said and asks the defense, do you want this part of the testimony to be added 
Yeah. So the third statement has been revised. Sheena Talbefore, the owner of the Salty Spittoon, found a blade on me at the door, informed me of the duels and the Deadpool. I wonder. You were there as well, Steel. What was the environment of the Spittoon like? Both uh, me and Teller found it to be pretty tense once Crackshot arrived at the door. Ah, uh, well, uh... Ah. <laughs> uh, well, the... Uh, the stool I always sit on has, like, a bit of duct tape on one end. And the bar spot's always mostly clean with a little bit of condensation from a few glasses being on the top of the the, the bar. Uh, you know, well-treated wood, you know, as you do. Uh, glass is always pretty clean. Uh, the, the Deadpool might be to the left of the menu with the beer or to the right. I am not sure. I do not recall. I lean back and just look at him. <laughs> and so Mentes is thinking of himself. Keep in mind, there are other things that you can present to court. You can present the existence of another person. Which is essentially my hint. You know, Dammervold, I've been going to this bar for ten fucking years. I never knew little Mrs. First Name was Sheena. Would've never guessed it. Would've never guessed it. I'm surprised (laughs) you were able to remember her last name. I I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I am not so surprised. So, uh, I would like to pose the question that to just keep things clear that little Miss Talbefore is indeed Sheena Talbefore. They are one and the same person. And Hanzo is looking at you quizzically. Hmm. Like, I don't know the name little Miss. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what she goes by. You, you, you didn't, no one called her that the entire night. And the judge is thinking over this and pretty much putting two and two together. Wait, so defense, are you posing... That this person knew information that no one else, including us in the court, knew about this person. I'm just uh, trying to just trying to get it straight for my own brain. <laughs> well, do you have any proof that this actually contradicts the story beforehand? Uh, Justona pretty much just looks at you, waving her hands, <laughs> and pretty much makes a rectangle with her thumb and in, both her thumbs and index fingers. <clears throat> Square. <laughs> Wait, no, rectangle. Shit. Um <laughs> picture. Picture me this, judge. Wait. It's like what Justona, what are you doing? She just puts <laughs> her hands behind her back. <laughs> Sorry, we're not the most uh we're not the best lawyers, but you know, damn it, we try our best. And Teller is just like, y'all better get me out of this. I swear to God. <laughs> we, we got this. We got this. I swear Don't worry. to God. We're the best lawyers. Don't worry. We're the best lawyers in the business. Just hold on. <laughs> it's important for us to make the distinction that it's not her because she can't be in two places at once. I mean, how's she checking the doors and working the bar? So Hanzo just chimes in like, well, she would come in and check everybody, but return to her duties. She isn't the only bartender but she was the only person at the bar during the duel. Again, this is a statement corroborated by everyone in the story. And the judge is like, so you confirm that this little miss and Sheena are the same person. And Hanzo is just basically thinking to himself before, I would surmise that the person you were talking about and the person I am talking about are the same person. Objection, your honor. Clearly, this is his first time. He's only been at the bar once. 
yet he's familiar with Lil Miss on a formal level that no one else in the bar seems to be. So Hanzo is just looking at you confused. So what do you mean by this? I thought the name of the owner of the establishment would be common knowledge. Oh no, she never introduces herself by her actual name. In fact, no one who is a frequent at the bar even knows her first name until today. Yeah, that's right. No oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do that. Yeah, I look at him with like open eyes, just stunned. <laughs> oh, fuck up. <laughs> Are you drunk already? <laughs> yeah, look, I said if this wasn't over soon, I'd start my pregame. I've started. <laughs> Flat flask, bottom up. Okay. So Menta is just thinking, so why is this important then? Because it could imply that there was a meeting beforehand, before he entered the bar. A more formal meeting. And so Hanzo is just pretty much just sharpening his blades. Can we just look at the guy's costume? I mean, Jesus. <sighs> Do you have anything that you want to say then? Past that. Um, You're implying a connection between this witness and Tal before. Considering the peculiarity of his meeting with Sheena and the coincidence of him being a first-timer at the bar alongside the person that we're prosecuting today, our client, and the bizarre nature of his attire, <laughs> I'd say there's plenty of reasons to suspect that something fishy's going on here. Well, I'm shape? sorry, Mr. Cosner, but as fishy as the sashimi that was served to us earlier it might be, <laughs> that is not enough grounds you for a You stole theory. my joke! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Menta is just freaking winking at Dom Revolt for stealing his bit right before he could do it. <laughs> That's very good, Judge. <laughs> So then, Defense, what are you trying to imply here? I want a direct statement. We are suggesting that Miss Talbaford might have paid Mr. Hanzo or someone to kill Crackshot. And the like, whole gallery just starts freaking bellowing. <gasps> it was just like... <gasps> I imagine steel would have a reaction to... Yeah. He's passed out. <laughs> He's like a little nap. Wait, wait I, I guffawed. You just, I, I was in the crowd of other people guffawing. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just didn't hear me. Yeah. I'll guffaw again. <laughs> I'm going to do it too. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> and the judge is like, this is a very serious charge you're filing. Do you intend to indict Hanzo Abachi for the murder of Gunther Crackshot? I do, Your Honor. If you're going to do so, I need some legitimate grounds. Meh. Meh. Hmm. Meh. Let's just make this simple for starting with, since you seem to be having a hard time keeping your pants on during this trial. What are you talking about? I put my porno mag back behind me. Terrible. I'm going to check my zipper. All right. <laughs> so, first off, yes or no? Do you intend to do this or not? Yes. If you intend to do so, what proof do you have that he could even have done this? Well, he brought a blade into the bar without even expecting it to, like, knowing it was a dueling bar. He brought a weapon. He had a costume that concealed his identity. He had gloves to conceal his DNA. He was sitting in the back of the bar where the murder took place. He was apparently right next to the, the victim. <sighs> Very well. Pretty sketch, Your Honor. 
objection. My question is then. Can I object to this? This is absurd. Oh, yes, prosecution. No, no, please. Ah, oh, what is it, you fucking vampire ass? <laughs> Do not call me that. He's a vampire? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, he just looks like it. You know, with the yeah, fangs kind of does. Do we really want to entertain this farcical thought that the defense is spinning together right now? They're grasping at straws. I agree. You, you, you imply that this honorable witness, the chef... Ninja, Hanzo, Hanzo Bachi, killed Gunter Crackshot. That is ludicrous. I think it's worth every possibility. We should no, I would tell you why it is ludicrous. Okay. How was the victim killed? Please tell me. Remember, how was, it, how was he killed? Oh, I know this one. Gunshot. A gunshot. <laughs> Precisely. Did, did mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Hanzo have a gun with him? I don't think so. He had a knife, yes. But there was no blood on him. Oh, By I see. Way, Bullet does not equal knife. Did he have the <laughs> knife while he was in the spittoon? He Answer did at no. the door of the spittoon. Oh, yes. And who took the knife away from him? But I think you could agree if I brought a sword to a bar, you'd be like, mm, why is that guy carrying a sword to a bar? Yeah, sure. Also, right. if you came with a weapon and a concealed identity to a crime scene, I feel like that's going to be sketchy to anyone with a brain. Okay, let's think about another angle then. You are implying that... Oh, let's Sheena... grasp at another straw. Okay, Dracula. Sheena... <laughs> You're the one grasping. <laughs> Sheena Tabafoy, you're, you're implying that she hired Mr. Hanzo to kill Gunther Crackshot, yes? Yes. Why did she take away his weapon at the door if she wanted him to use it? This whole thing makes no sense. Let's just move on with it. How about we twist it on its head here so that let's just put a penalty on this. So prove to me that there is any reason to believe that Gunther could have been killed by someone behind him. The hole, the bullet hole went straight through and there's no trace of a bullet. So we don't know where the trajectory was. And so everyone in court just like stops thinking for a second. It's like, I want the coat of Gunther Crackshot investigated immediately. Never will just start screaming again. And so Henshiro actually comes back with the coat, pretty much just like looking at the prosecution and the defense and is just as confused as everyone else. <laughs> it's like uh, as they're just waiting, as Henshiro is just waiting for the person to come back. And he's just uh, looking at everyone. So how is the trial coming along? Prosecution, are you winning? I believe so. I'd say, I wouldn't yeah. say they're winning. I'll listen to them. I'd say they're fucking whining. (laughs) 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 Fucking fist bump dick. Then, Chief Trial Counsel for the Defense, have you found anything conclusive yet? Um. (laughs) (laughs) You bet (laughs) your ass we did. And he's just like looking through you guys before making like a crazy ass henshin pose and then freaking (laughs) flipping around pretty much before. Having his one arm outstretched and the other one cocked like the Usain Bolt Olympic pose. And just oh, like, wow, you two are terrible lawyers. <laughs> I've been called worse. <laughs> by, by Frankie here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so then two officers pretty much come out with the coat entirely wrapped in um, the <clears throat> the evidence dressings before presenting it back to the court. And so the guy is just shaking up. Like, so, 
we investigated the coat of Gunther Crackshot for evidence of any other tampering. The gunshot, uh, the gunshot marks in the bullet holes remain the same. However, we do have an update for the court record. <clears throat> there is gunpowder burn on the back of the coat. Oh, oh well, shit. Uh, don't worry about that, Steve. It was probably from Gunther's own shot. The coat was like ruffled, something like that. I don't quite know how <laughs> guns work. I didn't read that chapter. Uh, what, what, which side does it burn? The entry or the the outry? <laughs> the outry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the entry or outry. The detective just tells the court. So the two pieces of information about guns that everyone should be aware of is one, there exists such a thing as ballistic marking and rifling. You can match a bullet to a gun's gun barrel through a reasonable means in order to be able to find if a bullet was shot from another gun. The second piece of critical information here is that a close-range gunshot wound would leave gunpowder burn from the flash on the entry point. Aha! Uh -huh. Gotcha, that. bitch. That was the first thought in my head. Yeah, same. So now you need to well now you need to present an objection. Objection. Good one. Now it's good. The judge is pretty much mulling over the evidence and shaking her head, and just not even looking at you while saying yes, defense. As you can see here, the bullet has clearly entered from behind, meaning our client could not have possibly fired that bullet. And so Menta is just like thinking about it before she just like is shocked awake. Is like, wait, wait they're actually right this time. <laughs> Objection! <laughs> Damn revolve! Damn revolve! <laughs> Please, you do not need to bang that many times. <laughs> This is ludicrous. This is impossible. This is stupid. The witness. Hey, ah, don't be so hard on yourself. You're not that stupid, Dracula. Tell a tall tale said that the the victim was fumbling for his gun. Maybe he just turned around as he was shot. Who knows? That is a true statement. He was clearly seen on one side, shooting blindly. If that's true. <clears throat> then there wouldn't be any way for him to get behind him. You suppose Gunther turned around? I mean, I guess if he's fumbling, that's... I, I highly doubt it based on what we know about Gunther and his, uh, his dueling style. Apparently, he kills people during the duels and not tries to run. Also, he fired at our client. How could he do that if he was turned around? And so, he was thinking more. Prosecution, I think you might know what's going on. But this might actually prove to be significant. Nistona is like thinking again, like, wait, you guys, try turning this case on its head. We have proof that he was shot from behind. So then what could possibly corroborate that he could still have been shot? Defense, I, I need proof from you. I need proof in the evidence that he could have possibly been shot by something else. The only hole that we found in the bar was through the wall behind our client meaning that the fire should have come from that way, through the hole of the dude, and then through the hole of the wall. This has never happened to him before, so obviously someone must have interfered. Maybe Ninja Boy here swiped it with his fucking jutsu. <laughs> so you're implying that this witness, the one you're indicting for murder, yes. somehow 
took the gun from Gunther before the duel. So he took his gun without his knowledge, <laughs> shot him from behind, and then left the gun at the place. But and so the judge is pretty much just thinking to yourself, but you see, <clears throat> and I'm sure the prosecution will agree with me on this, you don't have proof of that. After all, the gun doesn't have any fingerprints. Convenient it doesn't have his fingerprints either. <clears throat> so Hanzo is basically just like, he's <laughs> like listening to all this and then finally just chops his hand down. This is nonsensical. I have a final testimony for the court. It's a pretty simple one. I will not stand idly by as my name is tarnished before the court in the gallery. I only have one piece of testimony. I do not kill for money. And Mentor's like, is that... Yes, that is it. Hmm. I guess we'll take your fucking... Wor- I'm sorry. Uh, I guess we'll take your word for it, Naruto. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Your Honor. What would you kill for, Hanzo? I'm not going to answer disgusting leading <laughs> questions from the defense any longer. What about disgusting leading questions from the prosecution? <laughs> and so all he does is just toss a feather in front of Steel's face before quick drawing a slash and slicing it in half in front of him. Mm. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. Point taken. All right. Objection. We know that Lil Miss Talbafor has plenty of motive to orchestrate such an assassination. We also know that there's clear reason to suspect that he's possibly met with her prior to coming to the bar. And so Hanzo is just freaking completely livid, but uh, Judge Menta is just slamming her gavel. Unfortunately for the prosecution, the theory that the defense have... There's a lot of weight to it, especially with the new investigation. We still, though, do not have any conclusive evidence that there's anything that this actually carried out. We don't have the bullet. We can't prove that this happened. It appears that we're stuck for now. Unless you'd want to call up someone else, Defense. I'd like to call little Miss Talbafore back to the stand, please, Your Honor. Would Steel object? No. Oh, okay. I just thought because he likes her so much. Look, I just want to be have someone to serve me liquor. It oh. doesn't really matter who. You can start drinking with me in my car behind the Denny's. Uh, no, 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 thank you. I'm not that low. Debatable, but all right. <laughs> well, there's degrees of sadness, my friend. And so Tabafor is called up to the stand. And judgment is like, I want you to detain Hanzo uh, Hibachi for now. If their defense's theory is proven to have any weight to it, then it would save us a lot of time. And Hanzo just pulls down his mask and freaking spits on the courtroom. <laughs> Disgusting. Hey, have you seen Naruto Shippuden? <laughs> just, it kind of reminds me of this because Shippuden, you in jail, buddy. And she, he's he flips you off. God, as the rest, damn it. Half, half the court is laughing, the other half is just groaning. That's an anime joke. That's right, I don't watch anime. I don't have a TV. And so Talbafor is just swirling around her musket again before slamming it on the ground. So why have you brought me back into cockamamie court again? All right, Dick, where's your head at? Um... What was she wearing the day of the murder? 
Well, unluckily for you or me, I'm wearing what I'm wearing now. I've been at, I've been detained at the detention center for a day. Gross. Really gross. Yeah, it is really gross. <laughs> She's just basically swirling around the tons of bullets she has on her person and her locket. Like, all of this is what I was wearing the day of the event. No gloves? <clears throat> and so she presents two white gloves. Hmm. I don't know why they're relevant, but I had gloves. And you were wearing them that day. I wear them to test and retrieve other people's weapons, yes. I don't want to tarnish them with bodily oils. <clears throat> I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not aware of the proceedings of the courtroom. Is there a reason why I'm back up here? There are a few loose ends we've got here that we're trying to tie up between you and our ninja friend, Hanzo. You, you give everyone your first name on first visit? She's just basically rubbing her locket before saying no. I normally don't. But he was having a hard time pronouncing my nickname, so I gave him my real one. Well, it's, it's pretty funny you never, you never gave Duke here your first name. He seems to be down in your bar pretty much every night for the last ten years. Yeah, hey, what's up with that? Objection. I'm sure he's just too drunk all the time to remember anything. <laughs> Quite, quite fucking possible. Quite fucking possible, honestly. <clears throat> Not gonna lie. Still hurts so my feelings, though. <laughs> I don't care about your feelings. I'm trying to save the case. Clearly demonstrated. Okay. So, Menta is just like, well, one last thing. In addition to this, your attire is going to be marked as evidence. You're already coming in here pretty suspicious with the nickname of Bullet Maiden while we're missing three. That is your responsibility. Okay, then, defense. You're only getting one thing out of me. So what do you want me to testify about? So can I go home? Uh, Miss Talbotford, why don't you explain maybe why you think that crack shot might have been shot from behind? You you clearly said that you, you saw... Two shots go off, and we've already, you know, proven that's not the case. So, so can you adjust your recollection of what actually happened that night? What? You guys are still on about this motive nonsense? We just want to know what happened, that's all. Murderer. <laughs> I'll tell you all what happened then. This whole thing is just ridiculous. I detested Gunther, but I have nothing for him. I couldn't have done it. Everyone saw me, including your defendant. The previous witness that you guys are mentioning, I've never met this man before in my life, and I have proof that I didn't. Past that, I set up the gun, sure, but what does that prove? I gave Gunther bullets as well as Teller. If I was going to set him up to die, I would have given him blanks. You've proven that I didn't do that because there's a bullet coming from his side. On top of that... Why are you even badgering me for the rest of my clothing? Well, you uh, carry bullets okay. with you. It seems like if everyone has their weapons taken away, there's a shot fired from behind. Who, who else could be suspective of actually shooting? Did you have a gun on you that night? Or do you just carry your bullets around? So she just says, I always have these on my person to essentially establish a duel at any time and provide bullets for people at any time. And she basically throws down her bullet belts on the table in front of the court. You can have these processed. You won't find a single spent bullet in here. Miss Talbotford, you are aware that duels are completely illegal? <sighs> if you're going to arrest me for that, that's a separate crime. 
I'll testify against that whenever that takes place. I will ask the court to make a record of that. God damn it, Demer won't. Hey, Miss Talbotford, if you need a defense lawyer, you know. Don't even look at me with a disgusting face. All right, so according to our theory, Hanzo used his little ninja jutsu shit to take Gunther's gun and fire through him from behind. So with that theory, you wouldn't need to give Gunther blanks in his gun, but you could have possibly given blanks to our client. And considering there are no bullet holes or bullets to be found from him, that seems like a, uh, a fair theory. Wouldn't you say? It could be. But why would I give Teller blanks? I mean, if I was trying to kill Gunther, why would I stop the person who would be able to kill him? Might have had a lot of trust in the person you assigned to do that job for you. A lot of trust, huh? As far as I'm concerned, you don't have proof of connection. I already told you how he knows my name. Hey, Justona, we need you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you do not, uh, relying on me to solve the whole case for you. Yeah, what? <laughs> you silly, <laughs> you silly Justona. Well, she's playing hardball with you. You might have some credence to your theory, though. But you don't have any conclusive evidence still. There is a clear bullet hole and proof that Gunther was shot from behind. That pretty much proves the trajectory of the bullet. However, there is no bullet. And the entire time, everyone was detained. <clears throat> and it still not produced itself. So, Miss Talbotford, you said you were wearing that locket the day of the murder. Yes. Do you mind if I see what's in the locket? And why is that? I, I don't know. It's a, is it a picture, maybe? I guess we could explore every, every possibility. <sighs> And the judge just yells, okay, I'm going to have to object to that. <laughs> what is your reasoning for having her divulge more information? She's already told, she already gave you the bullets that were completely unspent. Well, we are trying to find the missing bullets. It's not on her person, but did we actually check her person? To prove our theory, we would need to find those bullets. Your Honor, since we have claimed that her outfit is now evidence, we would just like to thoroughly examine the evidence to make sure we haven't overlooked anything. And so, you're just looking to the prosecution, like this is normally where you come in. Objection, he just wants to smell the clothes. That's my <laughs> business. <a> hey, <laughs> just because I asked to smell Hanzo's gloves doesn't mean I want to smell her locket. Well, there's clearly a pattern here, and you need help. Yeah, the difference <laughs> wants to smell Your Honor. the clothes of a lady. This is unacceptable. Your Honor. Your Honor, we can keep my perverse pal over here away from the evidence, and I will examine no. it myself. No! God. I'll allow it. That's Play fair. It again. <laughs> God. Considering that we have one trajectory known from the bullet shots, and the bullet is missing, we would like to examine her evidence to make sure that we have checked every possible area for that missing bullet, which would conclude our theory. So if she has the bullet on her person, this would essentially prove the rest of the the rest of your line of questioning and reasoning, correct? That is correct, Your Honor. Then <sighs> I'm going to have to ask you, Miss Tal, before disclose the contents of your locket to 
the rest of the court. Tell me what it smells like, too. <laughs> like, it's clearly just slamming her musket on the ground. It's clearly a breach of privacy and interest. Why on earth should I have to do something like that? It's a take for you it, guys like still two haven't seconds. completely tied me to the case at all. Besides, this is sentimental to me. Fine, I won't smell it. <laughs> Here is a last remaining picture I have of my brother before he was killed. It's marked on the top of the locket. Why would I keep something? Why would I keep something like a bullet inside it? I don't know. The one that killed the person who killed your brother? Kind of, I don't know, kind of sentimental. And mentos like that would be very romantic, yes. I think so too. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I know why you're not married, Church. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now I just don't care about the prosecution anymore. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Fuck the prosecution. Hey, hey! I didn't. I didn't say shit. Don't worry. So marriage is overrated. I don't know. I'm really enjoying my third wife. I think marriage is great. I do it all the time. <laughs> God, you know, you can't believe in love. What else do you have, right? That's that's right, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what, Richard? I think I know exactly what that locket smells like. What's that? Guilt. What the fuck does guilt smell like? Talbafor is just like basically slams her musket down so hard it freaking breaks apart and she's out here just fucking sweating bullets <laughs> before basically just yelling on the stand as all the bullets on her belt just start to pretty much just combust on her <laughs> and then like the bailiff just yells to get down as all oh, the bullets shit. start to spray across the entire room ricochet everywhere no, oh, shit. So pretty much just before she just left there, pretty much covered in soot with all of her bullets spent, just freaking completely tired on the bench before basically uh, weakly ripping off her locket and opening it. And pretty much just on one side, uh, she's holding up the locket with bloody picture of her and her brother. And on the other hand, she's holding a damaged bullet. Oh, I'll be fucking damned. Holy shit, we were right? <laughs> yeah, of course we were right. And, just like, and the judge is like, please do not tell me you didn't know. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> no, we knew, we knew. We yeah. knew, he's playing. God damn it. <laughs> I was just, I, it was just a little surprising. I don't know. I don't know why. She's just like fucking <clears throat> just gently weeping. But this fucking still seems incredibly angry. It's like, god damn it. After all this time, I finally got my revenge. <clears throat> I guess it doesn't matter what happens to me now. Crackshot is coming back, and my brother can finally rest. If you don't care what happens to you, may I suggest that you use us as your defense attorneys oh next my time? God. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you go to us, because you don't really care what happens. <laughs> Plus, we're pretty cheap. You're lucky I don't have any bullets left. I'd come after you next. Oh, shit. Uh, we'll we'll still be your defense attorney. Yeah, the judge just slams her gavel and was like, 
Bailiff, I want you to remove Talbafor from the courtroom. Whew. What a buzzkill, am I right? Menta just doesn't even look at Darmavald anymore and just looks <laughs> straight to steal. I need closing statements. Um, uh, the, 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 the prosecution, um, rests. I think I can sit, I sit down and, uh, I lower my hat and I'm crying. Oh, that's sad. Where am I gonna fucking go now? <laughs> you could come back with me. To my car. No. <laughs> it's not too bad. After you get used to the smell. Oh, the smell's gotten worse since the last time you were there. Oh, oh, yeah, it has been a few months. <sighs> Don't worry, Duke, you can hang with me. So, uh, pretty much some time passes. The gavel comes down again, and Menta says to Kamino, So, uh, you've fully interested in investigating the scene, correct? And he just says, yes. Yes, I have. So, prosecution... Where is Miss Tal before now? Yeah, no. She's she's <laughs> looked away. She's in jail. Okay. So then defense, bring your defendant up to the stand. Come All with right. me, Taylor. <clears throat> and so this Taylor is standing there shaking still. He didn't see the rest of the uh rest of everything. <sighs> so defense. I have to say, I did not expect you guys to actually be able to make anything of this case when I started it. I'd only had this trial run as an excuse to make sure we didn't overlook the rest of the mysteries. You'd end up being able to turn it entirely on its head. It happens. That's what we do. Yes. Well, I'm <laughs> sure the rest of these uh, cases that you have uh, you know, lined up on your desk won't be... Won't always be in your favor. I wouldn't get too cocky. <laughs> now, Defendant Teller, while I'm probably going to press my own individual charges against you for endangerment to this courtroom, for the crime of the murder of Gunther Crackshot, you have been deemed not guilty. There's Woo. cheering and applause. Woo. As everyone is just like, well, I didn't expect that. So, like, I guess I'm happy. I don't like this guy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and so she slams her gavel and courts adjourn. Yeah, so you guys are, <laughs> you guys are all outside the courthouse now. I'm gonna pull out my hand to shake the prosecution. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> engage. Great job out there, guys. I'll side eye uh, Damervold and uh, shake their hands. Yeah, it was, it was good. <laughs> wiping my, my wiping my face with tears. They're out. Quite, quite a show you guys put on. Ah, thank you. I'm gonna approach uh, uh, Mr. Talltel. So he finally gets out of his handcuffs, and the bailiffs take the last of his restraints off him. Mr. Talltel, I'm a uh, Duke Still uh, prosecutor, as you know, but uh, in my spare time, I I represent a group you might be very interested in. Uh, I, I reach in my pocket for a card and I pull it out. I'm like, the mm -hmm. Association of Cowboys for Legal Action of Dueling. Uh, you know, we're trying to <laughs> push through some reforms and, uh, you know, we, we hope we you join us. And I, I, ha I hand him the card and I'm like, oh, wait, fuck, that's my AA card. Hold on. Uh <laughs> <laughs> 
And I hand him the. Uh, so Teller's just like freaking sniffling. Just like, yes, sir. I'd be glad to join you on your committee. Y'all get like a firm handshake. Mm-hmm. And he's just uh, saluting to the defense attorneys and saluting to uh, Dam Revolved as well. Thank you. Thank you guys for going after the truth. Even you, prosecution. I know it must have hurt you a lot to realize the truth of the case. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting that. I'm sure you're not too worried about your record now, are you? Oh, no. Never been too worried about my record. (laughs) (laughs) My 200-year perfect record. Wait, Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be damned. 200k, summon. You know what? Uh, You know what, Dick? To celebrate, maybe you can come over to my house for once. Oh. Just for an hour or so. Don't want you stinking up the place. (laughs) That's really sweet sweet of you, Frankie, I think. I think I will. All right. Okay. But right now, I'm going to pull out a blanket out of my briefcase, and I'm going to go to the corner of the building and take a quick nap. Okay. (laughs) And just finally, uh, the judge and Justona show up. Justona just kind of quickly just waves to everyone before seeming to just get into a car and looks like uh, her husband and kids picked her up from the place just waving back to the defense just yelling yeah uh, good case today guys I mean good case for me but you know you guys helped (laughs) you did a good job thanks babe (sighs) and the judge just comes out herself is dressed in her civvies again like okay well I'm glad I actually decided to take the case on. I'm going to be seeing Teller in court in about a week again, but I'm sure you uh, this is nothing community service couldn't fix. Don't tell me you uh, enlisted him into your dueling commission, too. Yeah, uh, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah yes, ma'am. No, don't take it too hard. I'm sure you have another 200 years to build up a new record. Down the case, case. <laughs> Hell yeah. I need to call my wife. It's been about a week. God. This trial's only been two days. Hey, if anyone <laughs> asks, this trial's been a week, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the, the best part is it legally can't be a week. Yeah. Well, well she <laughs> doesn't know that stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. That, uh proves to be the end of Turnabout Shootout with Not Guilty for Tall Tale.